Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Shamaya Reed, and here is a bit about Shamaya. In his commitment to making dreams a reality, Shamaya founded Refocus Magazine, a publication to enable young and old to refocus on their dreams, both professionally and personally. Recently, the magazine was closed, but I Am Refocus Radio has taken over. I Am Refocus Radio provides a space that welcomes people to speak freely about real-life experiences through various platforms to engage and encourage those who are looking to find their purpose. Shamaya is driven by an interest in the stories of people surrounding him. His journalism turns a lens on communities that celebrate everyday inspiration in a plight to light the way for others to find their calling and pursue their dreams as passionately as he does. And without further ado, please welcome Shamaya Reed to GEMS Podcast. Hey, how's it going? Appreciate you taking time to have me on the show. It is an honor to have you. And today we're going to talk about a subject that I love to always hear about, which is finding your purpose. And what does that look like to some? How can people who don't know what their purpose find out what it is and et cetera? Because so many times people are just going through life, going through the emotions and they're existing, but not really living because they don't know what their innate purpose is. So let's unpack this powerful segment today. Yeah, so finding your purpose is something that we all have to do. It takes time, it takes commitment, but it also takes having clarity. And I like that topic mainly because that's what the show is about. I am refocused. So I am. It's an affirmation. You're saying, okay, I'm choosing to go this direction versus remaining the same or going to the opposite direction. So when you find your purpose, number one, you have to understand what it is you you like to do. What's your passion? What are you good at? What's your talent? What's your gift? Because without understanding who you are, where you're at, you will never be able to get to the place that you're supposed to be. And it's easy to say, hmm. Yeah, it sounds good, but it takes discipline. Discipline is going to allow you to actually reach your goals. And it's better to start out making small goals so you can grow into the bigger ones. Because a lot of times we can get burnt out if we're not careful. And if we don't know our purpose, it's even easier to burn out and not be able to achieve anything in life. Absolutely. Um, Definitely having that clarity and that overall focus to really um, lighten your pathway as well as have a roadmap. Um, So Shamaya, did you always know what you wanted to do when you grow up, when you grew up or what kind of helped you find out what your purpose is? See, that's, that's the kicker right there because I did not know 
100%. I kind of had an idea. I knew what I liked, but I didn't know exactly what I was supposed to be doing with my life. So just to break it down to you, when I was growing up, you know, we all have a story, right? So when I, when I was growing up, I was bullied, all that stuff, because I was quiet, naturally quiet. And it's kind of funny because now I can't be quiet. I just talk all the time. And I just feel like people have to go through certain things in life in order to find out what they're passionate about. And when I was bullied when I was younger, it was mainly because I was misunderstood. I was a quiet person and I was short when I was younger. So like that didn't help. And the the long story short is I was able, I was enabled to actually learn how to be cool with myself and understand myself and say, you know what, I can do something great. So music was my my passion. I love music. I love sound. And I played in the band when I was in fifth grade. And that allowed me to express myself through art and creativity, having a creative mindset. Like I was the bad kid in class that didn't want to pay attention. My teachers were like, oh, I don't know if this guy's going to make it. He's, he's not a bad kid. It's just that he's just all over the place. But that allowed me to find who I like. And music sound was part of my journey. So I embraced music through band. I embraced music. And my my father, he was really into jazz. And jazz is like a very calming type sound. And I just learned how to be fine with who I was as a creative person and allowed that to express my point of view in life. And that allowed me to have a platform as I grew. And as I refocused throughout school, I was able to learn what I need to learn so I can accomplish the things I need to accomplish today. So it seems like growing up, you went through your own period of refocusing and rechanneling um, some of the things that happened to you, but using it as a segue of what you can do out of it. So like not only did it happen to you, but it happened for you, for you to really grow and step into what you're truly passionate about. And I would say that passion actually turned into some of your purpose because you are a music producer. You are doing things within that field and, you know, being a radio host as well as an entrepreneur, all of those things have a silver lining and thread, and it has set you up for success where you are now. So, you know, out of the bullying and et cetera, did you have a safe haven, like any siblings to talk to, or were your parents receptive to hearing some of the things that you were going through? Because, and the reason why I ask that, Shamaya, is because sometimes the people in our lives can very well shape our future, and that future can, you know, coincide with our purpose. Yes, exactly. I did have a team with me, if you will. So, uh, I'm the third, I'm the youngest, but I had an older sister and an older brother and they always looked out for me. My, my, old, my brother was the oldest, so he was like the protector. So even though I was bullied, it was one of those things where it wasn't too extreme, but it was enough to make me question, am I good enough? You know, am I able to do certain things socially or whatever because someone misunderstands me as you know the short quiet kid and he's you know blah 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 blah. my brother and my sister they inspired me to guess go outside my comfort zone and be a little bit more confident because they had extreme confidence in my opinion I mean compared to me I was the shy quiet guy so I when it comes to friends I had like 
you can count them on my, on my hand, on one hand. But I think if you think about it, though, in real life, we all can really kind of say we have like a few very close friends and learn quickly that you don't need to be popular to be effective. And you can have opportunity if you just allow yourself to grow mentally. And the only way you can do that is if you have people who can influence you to be great. So give you a little backdrop of a story. Of my, my siblings, my, my sister, my brother, they, when it came to school, they were the opposite for me. They were like straight A's, maybe some B's in there. But me, I just blew it. I did at the time when I was young, I just, I didn't care. And it's because I had such creativity in my mind. It was hard for me to pay attention to school. And I had some issues with that because I had to go through some hoops and without my brother and my sister kind of pushing me, they were tough love and all that stuff saying, Hey, you know, do better. Like, come on, man. Like you're one of us. Like you carry the last name, like you have to make it happen. And so having that mindset of having that kind of influence in my life and plus my parents didn't play. So even though I was the creative kid, I eventually had to get my mind together and get my act together, if you will, because I had had no choice but to step up. And I know I'm being long winded on this, but this is important because stories is, is what makes people connect. And my story was when I almost gave up in school, my sister was like, hey, and this is my daughter. She said, I want you to go to the same program that I went to. She went to a, a high school program where you can get your associates and your high school diploma at the same time. And mind you, I'm this creative person that's very, I guess you say, abstract in my thinking. And I said, you know who I am. That's not me. Like, I can never do that. Like, for one, that means I have to actually work, you know? And that's not a bad thing, but just get my mindset back then. I didn't care. I just, if it wasn't music, I didn't care. Like, music is just my passion. I love listening to it. I love making it. And when she was trying to get me to this program, I was in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Washington, Technical Middle College. I said at first, there's no way I can do it. And she said, no, you can't. You are smart enough. You just need to stop playing. You know, like, let's get serious. This is your life that you're talking about. So once again, having those individuals in your life who inspire you and push you and have tough love, it goes a long way because it plants seeds. So that way you can actually, you're hard-headed at first, but you eventually will listen and say, okay, I'm going to let these seeds take root. I'm going to actually apply what they are actually trying to tell me. So that way I don't stay in the same spot years to come. Yeah, and I like how um, your sister was an influence on you as well as your brother. I'm the youngest out of five, and we're a blended family. So um, when I had started off on my journey, I was also, you know, bullied in high school, went through a depression, um, went through some major losses recently in my life. Um, starting in November of 2020, when I lost my dad, and that was the most heart-wrenching loss I ever faced outside of losing my little cousin who her and I were super close um, at the age of 20. And, you know, then I lost my job in oil and gas. So it was like, oh my gosh, I have like, I was making this money and all of this stuff. Then both of my grandmothers passed like um, one after another um, within all within a year and a half, all those losses happened. 
And so that really helped me reshape and refocus like who I was and who I was becoming because I was like, oh, I could easily have a pity party and complain on why is this happening to me? But I was like, okay, it's happening to me so I could grow and I could really step into that resilience and I could help other people. And had I not gone through, you know, that loss and those detriments, I wouldn't be here interviewing you today because my podcast was actually birthed out of necessity to talk into the mic and talk about, you know, the grief journey because um, everyone grieves differently and grieving the loss of a loved one is different than grieving the loss of a pet or the loss of a job, but it still hurts. But what did you learn out of it? And, you know, just having that team of supporters around you can definitely help you on your way, especially when your personal judgment may be cloudy and you have that darkness or there's like a veil over your eye where you can't see that clarity and that focus. Someone that sees your potential and will pull you up and out of your comfort zone is like amazing. So just thinking about where you are now and the influence that you're making, Shamaya, in the music industry, as well as with your podcast, how would you say that has helped you with your overall purpose, but how has it helped other people who are connected to you? Man, the main thing is opportunity. The platform that I'm able to have now and the kind of people I've been able to interview is like, whoa. I mean, I even pinch myself sometimes. It's like, man, I just interviewed so-and-so. Now, I'm not going to drop names, but if you go to ironrefocusradio.com, you can kind of get a, a little teaser of the people I have on the show, on the homepage. And the reason why I say that is because the key word, opportunity. When I was bullied back way then, you know, it was an opportunity. Am I going to close up or am I going to just be like, okay, no, I'm going to actually get through this situation and I'm pressed forward. Same thing when I got older in school. The the issue was how they care. I slacked and I had consequences, consequences academically where I had to struggle, but I didn't have to. I actually chose to, but I didn't realize that until I got older. Like everything is about choices. And um, unfortunately, I made bad choices where I didn't take school seriously, so I had to go through some consequences, but I had another opportunity to, opportunity when I listened to my siblings, this is my sister, and actually went to the program, and this is all tying up to the show because before the show, I was in construction, and we always are on under uh, construction mode, but when I was going through school, I decided to go to that program. And Auburn, Michigan, uh, WTMC, Washington Technical Middle College. And I got there. I had my doubts, but I got there. And when I went there, I got my certificate in music production engineering. I got a associate's degree in general studies. I stayed a year later and got another associate's degree, a third, I mean, excuse me, a second degree in 3D animation. And then in 09, I got accepted to the University of Toledo with a scholarship. Whoa. I mean, you're talking about a kid that was bullied, a kid that was a creative, abstract thinker that really did take school seriously. Not because I didn't really care about my life, but I just, I felt like I was inside a box. I could express myself. I love music. I'll tell you how much I love music. I love music so much, I'll never forget this. I kind of regret it, but it helped me, like, choose what I want, my path. I was trying for a basketball team for my school. Yeah. 
it's like a year, it's like multiple years of me trying to play basketball from a city league to like playing for my school. And I was like, I'm going to try for my school. This was like high school. And I just, I said, you know what, what am I doing? I'm trying to prove to everybody that I'm a, you know, ball player or whatever. And we all know that's a lie. Like in life, you got to understand your lane. You got to understand your reality. And I said, you know what, I'm more talented in music than anything. So I, I stopped. I didn't want to do it no more. The coach at the time was like, man, you don't quit, man. Like, you, you, you're not going to do this, man. And I had to explain, you know, this is just not my lane. I, I love basketball. Like, who doesn't like basketball? Who doesn't want to be like, you know, Steph Curry and shoot threes all day and be super talented? There's no way in the world I was going to be Steph Curry. So I was like, I'm going to the music world. And it's the best decision I ever made in my life to stick with that. And when I was in the band in fifth grade in high school, I'm just jumping up and down. But in high school, I was able to be in a jazz band. I didn't have an audition. I just played and boom, I was in. So music for me was more natural. I didn't have to like stress and, and force myself to like it. Basketball, I loved it for personal use, but professionally, no way. So I'm just trying to illustrate the whole picture of the platform I have today is because I was faithful to the the process of growth and understanding my true potential and understanding my purpose. My purpose was sound, not just music, but sound. I always grew up with sound. I always saw mixers and stereos and all this stuff. And when I started working in radio, I wasn't even thinking about radio. But when I got into the door and the opportunity came, it was so natural for me because it was something I always was passionate about with just having a pair of headphones. I remember having a Walkman. I remember all these things, a boombox. It's, you know, like, it's it's my passion. And you know it's passionate because I, I can't stop talking about it. But the thing is, it's like the platform I have today is because the building blocks that I was able to build yesterday. You can only stand on what you're building. If you're not building anything, if you're not building yourself, your foundation is going to crack and it's going to crumble. And I was fortunate to be able to have both parents who always instill hard work and good work ethic. I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed in the uh, in the shed. See, boom! I just I just made that super clear. I was not the sharpest tool in the uh, kitchen drawer, the knife. There you go. But with passion and precision of focus and surrounding yourself with good people that are way smarter than you. You're able, to, you're able to stay humble, but also learn your specialties. So that way you can capitalize on your strengths and better your weakness in other areas in your life. And that allows you to not just have a platform, but have a platform for a reason. Because when you have a platform for a reason, now you really inspire people. Because people will know if you're faking it versus if you're just keeping it 100. And for me, I know I got to be humble because I know I'm not the smartest in the world but i know this though i did my thing <laughs> i really did because when i want to circle back to when i went to school uh university of toledo in 09 i was bumped up to a junior okay because i had all these college credits from my community college and i graduated with my bachelor's at the age of 20. i'm saying that because you're talking about a kid who didn't care about school, to worry about making beat pop and 
beatboxing his, you know, inside his head. I mean, I was the kid that literally was beatboxing. The teacher was talking too much. Just like you might be doing right now, because I need to wrap this point up. But my point is your passion and your purpose will create the platform. You don't have to force a platform because naturally you will have one if you do your role. Well, I think uh, music has always been rooted in your DNA. And the reason why I say that is because you mentioned early on that your dad played jazz music and that the band was evident with you joining the band in fifth grade. And then you talked about, you know, whenever you um, played in a jazz band, all you had to do was play and then you were in. So it was like there was different seeds that were being dropped and deposited in you and little did you know those seeds are going to take root and really grow and help you on your path now so I feel like in life sometimes we already have a pathway that is lined up but it's open for us it's open and it's up to us to really pay attention because sometimes we never pay attention to those subtle clues we never pay attention to what's going on around us because it's not really in the forefront of our mind until we get further along in life that we realize that all of those pieces now fit together as a jigsaw puzzle and also with your sister just you know probing you to go to that community college when you originally didn't want to go there but if she hadn't you know kept probing you and pushing you you wouldn't have went there and that wouldn't have afforded you the opportunity to go to the University of Toledo and now when you think about you know your siblings are they um supportive of the podcast and the music journey that you're on now definitely man they are everyone my parents my siblings they are always, always supportive. And just to brag on them a little bit. So my older brother went to Michigan State. My sister went to Purdue. And the running joke is, I decided to be different and go to the University of Toledo instead of Ohio State. But uh, on that side, they always supported me. And my family, we have a way, even if we don't talk, we always so we always sow seeds of confidence and always having your back mentality and that there's always a place for you because we live in a world where everyone's trying to compete for attention. Everyone wants to win. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes we get to the point where we push every person away and make it all about ourselves. And, my family has always been having an attitude where it ain't about you. It's what you can contribute that makes the world a better place. So if you're going to do something, do it with excellence, and we have you. And if you slip up and you slack and you're being lazy, we still have you. But we also want to have those, you know, pep talks, and we're going to get on you. And because if you don't if you don't put your work and your talent into the right production mode, it's like a waste. Like why would you spend your whole life wasting time? And then you get to the end of it. Like we all heard the the famous line, like, what if you go to heaven and, and guys like, Hey, 
You see all his gifts in this room? They're not open because you didn't do nothing. Like, that'd be the worst feeling. And I always had the mindset, if you have air in your lungs, that's God's way of saying, hey, I'm not done with you yet, so get to work. Like, come on, this is your opportunity, so you better not mess up this opportunity because you can take your last breath and it's all over. So if someone listening to this right now, I'll say, this is your opportunity. Not just find your purpose, but thrive through your purpose because it's not about money. It's not about fame. Like, I interview so many celebrities now. I'm just like, they breathe the same air I breathe. Like, it's not that big deal. Like, at first, I was tripping because it's like, oh, my God. Like, I got so-and-so. Like, I interviewed some childhood uh, idols of mine, if you will. And I can say that because, like I said, I'm, I'm a Christian. Now I'm just going to keep it 100. So don't, don't shoot me no bad emails. But what I'm trying to say is, for example, two characters, uh, actors, actresses that I was very proud of interviewing from Fresh Prince Bel-Air TV show. You know, I was able to jazz and Hillary, you know, a.k.a. Karen. And being able to interview them, it's like, what? I used to watch Fresh Prince Bel-Air all the time, like chilling, like just watching. Like back when I was like rebelling and not even doing good in school. Like I was just, wow, and I get to interview them now. So my point is, Opportunities can also come because of your preparation. Imagine if I didn't take the school stuff seriously. Imagine if I didn't do all this stuff seriously. I wouldn't have this platform. I would never interview some of these amazing celebrities and learn their stories and have that inspirational moment of stories of just like I'm doing with you right now, sharing stories to help someone kind of understand, hey, this is your opportunity. But your purpose is you. It's not anybody else. So when you look at purpose, um, sometimes what everybody else says, okay, they say I got to do it this way. Okay, I got to post five times on my Instagram to be famous. No, you just have to be you to be famous. And fame, that I'm, I'm talking about, is basically leaving a legacy. How you want people to remember you, that's your thing. It's not how many followers you have. It's not how much money you have in your bank account. It's simply what do you offer to the world that will inspire somebody to better their life? If you can do that one thing, then you are famous. Yep. So many gems dropped in. When you talked about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I wanted to bust out so bad. I said, what's Philadelphia? Born and raised. <laughs> uh, and I think that's incredible because if you would have never really stepped in into this role you wouldn't have you know brought light to some of those quote-unquote celebrity stories because people always see them on the big screen but they never really go deep diving and when I say deep diving beyond the surface level of who they are and um what they do at the core because people only see them one way versus seeing them in a different light and we have to realize that even though that they're on the big screens and some people put them on the pedestal, they aren't the end all be all. There's so many more qualities that they have. But if we take time to really dig deep, then we'll really appreciate it because each one of us was created for a purpose. We're here to be a masterpiece. And I really believe that God has each one of us set in position so we may 
be able to deliver those gifts and talents. And just going back to your point, like you don't want to waste time, you know, doing things that are not fruitful and not edifying who you are or not leaving your imprint and impacting the world because then you're really wasting and burying your gifts and talents. Um, so as we begin to wind down, Shamaya, I want you to give some tips and tricks to the listeners and viewers um, regarding how they can know what their purpose is and how to really solidify that. Well, number one, I want to say thank you to you, Genesis, for letting me be on your show and share this with your audience. And whoever's listening to this right now, let me just paint you a picture real quick, because you're talking to a guy that they have confidence in himself. You're talking about a guy who was slacking in school early on. I kind of gotten serious when I got my freshman year in high school. And that's when I was late to the party, but I made the party at the same time because I actually, I was able to be successful because I have family who inspired me. I surrounded myself with people who were enabling me to do better versus holding me back. But that's another topic. So, to the person that's listening right now, I would say just go. I mean, Steve Harry has a book uh, where he talks about jump. You know, don't don't think so much about it. Just go. I'll say that, but go with intelligence. And what I mean by that is sign people into your life. If that makes sense. In other words, write down a list of people that you want in your life and say, this is the type of person I need to influence me to be better in this area of my life or that area of my life. And when you start doing that, you start opening up doors of dialogue and conversations. And those dialogues and conversations start shifting your mindset and start shifting your, your, your actions. Because I interviewed someone, I had to bring this up, but shout out to the guy I interviewed this week, Rusty Gaylord. He was a former employee at Apple for 13 years and over finance and some big, big, big job. And now uh, he's his own boss. He co- he does executive coaching for big businesses, small businesses, and entrepreneurs, people all around the world. I bring his point up because of this. He said something in that interview that was powerful. He said, think of it this way. You don't have to do something. You choose to do something. So I don't, I'm going to say how you said it. You don't have to go work. You choose to go work. You don't have to be successful. You choose to be successful. So I'll say that to the audience. You choose to make better choices. You choose to go to bed earlier so you can have a better night's sleep. You choose to do five push-ups so that next week you can do 10. And then by two months, you can do 20. I'm skinny. I'm still working on the push-up game. But I'm just making the point. It's baby steps. And if you do baby steps, you will definitely get to where you're supposed to be in life. Yes. And Shamaya, I want you to tell the listeners and the viewers how they could connect with you via your website, where you hang out on social media. And if you have a unique call to action, because you've just dropped so many gems within this segment. Yes, it's easy. And I'm sorry if I go long-winded because I'm a ready host now, so it's kind of in my blood to do it. But uh, on a serious note, just go to omnifooksradio.com. I mean, that's my passion. That's a, that's my number one passion. That's why it's blowing up it because it's special to me. And it's because of the storyline. We want to educate people. We want to inspire people who feel like they're outside, who feel like they're like forgot, feel like they're nothing or they're not good enough to be somebody. Those are all lies. 
Because guess what? You get to choose to believe your message. And if you don't choose your message, someone will make up a, a message for you. So that's another story. But my point simply, go to omnifocusradio.com. I'm active on Twitter, Shemar on the BT, and Instagram, Shemar on the Beat. And that's my music. So it's like, whoa, this guy does interviews. He makes music. So that's that's what I do. Omnifocusradio.com, Shemar on the BT on Twitter, Shemar on the Beat, Instagram. And that's where I'm at. Amazing. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and I want to leave you with this profound question. What would you like your obituary to read if you had the ability to create it now? Meaning, when you write that obituary, you could write down all of the foundations that you created the legacies that you've made, the generations that you've touched. You start with the end in mind and reverse engineer it. And that's how you could really solidify that you are living and walking in purpose. I want to challenge you to rise up to be the person that you want to be and not what the world wants you to be. Until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. We're on 40 plus platforms and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Until we chat next time. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another segment of Gems Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-S, at gmail.com where your brand your swag your services can be here on gems podcast